You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. Welcome to the Antisocial Show. episode of the anti-social show my name is hunter block my name is tyson saner what's going on everybody we've been gone for a while uh we've been uh can i mention the halloween thing i can mention the halloween thing right yeah for charity right you can but i mean uh it's, is it, or is it like a, uh is it something we can't tell the audience just yet by the time this airs we will be well into october i imagine all right, so right now there's... Okay, so, well, if you go to cdbaby.com, apparently there's a new sp- splash screen, and so there's a link at the bottom that says Visit Music Store. So I'm going to click on that. Okay. So, so I'm at store.cdbaby.com. Something should be able to let me search on CD Baby. So if, you, if you're able to search with Google, just think of this as an extra step, and uh, I, I believe in you. You can do this. I'm not talking to Hunter specifically. I'm talking to the audience. Okay. <laughs> So combat radio in the search, and this will give all of the um, uh, the previous combat radio contributions. Uh, to so let's see yes. here. Ah, here we go. So there is. Uh, wow, there's quite a few actually in here. So combat radio Halloween was the first album, and then the next year was the aptly titled Combat Rain Radio Halloween Two. Okay, so actually, technically, Combat Radio Halloween, the album, is the first Combat Radio Halloween thing. And then uh, on the cover of the next one, it says Combat Radio Halloween, and then Roman numeral 2, and then the album. So, they... uh, Right. Yeah, it's the same, it's almost exactly the same image. Um, And this is going to be uh, the third annual uh, Combat Radio Halloween uh, album that's coming out. This will be, okay, so I've got the web addresses for for the previous ones. Okay. All right. So the first one is it's uh, cdbaby.com. So, well, you know, this is a thing. I searched it. I searched Halloween. Uh, I just searched Combat Radio, and I, you can. By the way, Combat Radio. For those of you who don't know, is branded in the sense that uh, if you see a white skull peeking over a red shield with a little black, um, what is that? An iron cross. Yes. Uh, on the upper, well, be up your right, so the upper right-hand corner, so it's, that's the logo, is the shield with the cross with the skull poking over it. So anything that's branded like that better be uh, official combat radio uh, co- content. If it's not, somebody's in trouble. But also on the, yeah. on the Christmas album, it is that, it is, it, I have to say it's different because this skull is wearing a Christmas uh, Santa Cat, yeah. rather, so that will make it distinct looking from the normal logos that it's Christmassy. Um, and uh, I do know that this is Halloween coming up. Yes. Um, 
But see. also, also December is it December second? Oh, for the uh, yeah, for the uh, GoFundMe thing. Yeah, I have to go. To, yeah, I have to go to Twitter in order to get that one. December second, everybody is the uh, is it the seventh annual breakfast uh, with uh, Santa? I know we've been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. So the December second event. This is mm-hmm. this is at www.gofundme.com forward slash combat dash. This is not this is not the word dash. This is a hyphen. Otherwise, it's right. a dash. No spaces. Again, telling the audience. Combat dash radio dash the word Christmas, not Xmas, but it's Christ with an M A S at the uh, at the end of it, and then another dash, and the word, not the number, seven S E V N. So, and not lucky number eleven with a upside down seven styled it. So, combat dash radio dash Christmas dash seven. And now the description of the event, right? So, this is the description in here. This year it's on December 2nd, but what it says is the event, every year Combat Radio buses in, as they say, Polar Express style. Now, I've never seen Polar Express. I've seen the ad for Neither it. Neither have I. Um, it looked very uncanny valley, but, so I will look forward to seeing it someday. Mm. Uh, but it also looked like a bunch of animated Tom Hanks's, or at least things that sounded and sort of looked like Tom Hanks. And I do like Tom Hanks, but it was kind of um, iRobot-y <laughs> looking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so let's see. They bus in Polar Express style about 400 children. That's true. They've been doing this for what? This is mm-hmm. the seventh, seventh year now? or Yeah, seventh year. Yeah, coming right to Christmas 7. So, uh, yep. And this is, I think, the fourth year I've been involved. Which would be my, well, my fourth year as well because... Yes. I think, yeah. Yep. But you know what the best part about this particular, whether it's the Halloween charity or the Christmas charity, right? No, uh, so no what's, what's the best thing? Well, the best thing is that all proceeds uh, people donate in, uh, it goes right to the cause. Like, nothing gets, you know, put in anyone's pockets or anything like that. All the people donate their time generously to uh, to the uh, children, of course, so that they're not forgotten and they have an awesome Christmas and an awesome Halloween. So it's a pretty awesome event to get involved in. Mm-hmm. But we can, uh, we can only get this off the ground if you all spread the word. Or go to www.combatradio.com and click that button, and uh, you know every little uh, every little amount helps. Yes, so. and, and this event will be full usually of um, people in character costumes. There will be certain uh, celebrities will be hanging out with the children. There will be an, yep. an auction. Yes. Uh, there might be a couple. So there probably be stormtroopers walking around. There might be some marines. They will very likely be a transformer. It's hard to say. Or and uh, this is this is the only day, everybody, that you'll see Darth Vader actually being a good guy. Right now, this is of course a private event. This is not open to yeah. every, anybody who uh, everybody. It's not open to everybody, but it, it, it's at the Salt Creek Grill in Valencia. So um, this is a legit thing that's been happening every year, um, and uh, it was started by Ethan's uh, daughter, Sean. So, yes. Yeah. She had the idea. Her I think, idea. I think a, I think a year or before the first event, maybe even a couple of years. I'm not sure about the whole story, although I'm sure I've heard Ethan tell it many times. Um, well, every year he tells it, dude. I mean, it's a wonderful story, and you're right. It is. It's not a. Uh, it's not an open event. It's not open to the uh, public. Um, however, anyone who's anyone can still get involved. Uh, even if you even if you don't donate, you can always spread the word. You know. Um, you can always make other people aware of it because the more people that get involved, 
the bigger and awesome it gets. And every year we try to uh, outdo the year before. We try to get more kids, more of their families involved. So it's, it's a truly awesome event, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I like it, you know. And that's December 2nd, so get involved. On a completely unrelated uh, subject, um, well, tonight I got to thinking about it earlier, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to pay homage to Ethan and, and Combat Radio, so that's why I wanted to mention it, you know? Homage? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to, yeah, exactly. I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to uh, do my part in getting this all out there. So, And, of course, that's why you and I have been working feverishly in the laboratory coming up with our soundtrack, the Halloween uh, soundtrack, where I play the very dopey character, very crazy Fritz, of course. That's true. Uh, Tyson, Tyson was my director. Uh, you could say and that. And what a very patient director. After he was, I was patient. Oh, good. It's hard to say. Yes. It's hard. It's hard for me to. Very, very it's hard for me to tell sometimes what my uh, intensity level is. Because well, I mean, you know, first of all, I don't. I don't have an actor's guild card, and uh, that was really my first uh, voice recording. Actually, I, I've talked. But you know what's really cool about this stuff? No. I wanted for years to do some type of voice work, right? And I never got the opportunity to do so. So I'm actually glad. Now, like, when I look back on it, I can say, yeah, I actually did something, some type of voice work, even if it was, like, one time, you know what I mean? So. Hey, well, I mean, it's not like, I mean, you can always do more. It's, it's a just. Oh, of course. It's, um. But in case I, in case I don't, in case I don't, though, this is, this is really cool that I got to at least do it, like, one time, so, but. Uh, well, um, I, I didn't know it was something you wanted to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was, like, years ago, dude. It was, like, something that I wanted to do that I never, like, really pursued. I kind of got out of it, kind of forgot about it. So, it's just, you know. Um, well, what I was going to tell you is to, to not completely get away from the subject, but I'm going to get away from the subject. Uh, okay. Do you remember do you remember you telling me that you th- uh, you thought that Kat Sorens was actually Seamus so whatever the fuck his name is? Seamus Okunt? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the most recent episode of Strange Times, and he practically gave himself away. I think I did re- listen to it. Um, I think I did. Uh, what was the la- re- re- What was the most recent episode called? I think it was something called. Uh, it was, I forget the name of the title, but it had something to do with an old lady and a crystal ball. Okay, I thought he. I thought there was a pretty big giveaway in the one probably before that. See, I missed that one, I, but I listened. I can't remember that one's called. I, I listened to the one that they just came out with, like, very, very recently, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, day before, something like that, and uh, and it, it's quite clearly there. Like, if you really listen to it, like, you can hear that fucking, you can hear that fucking Aussie asshole fucking, like, trying to pretend an Irish ass, uh, Irish ass accent. He's like, oh, good day, mate. Oh, my name is Mr. Whatever the fuck, and, and I'm trying to do an Irish accent, and I ain't fucking working. I'm, I'm the fucking bridge. Oh, you fucking ball bastard. Get the fuck out of here. I like Kevin. Don't get me wrong. Like, I bust his chops, and, and we've had him on the show, and he's a lot of fun. I, I, I love the guy, but oh, yeah, yeah. I, I will bust his fucking... You know what I thought about doing? Uh, well, you know the, the whole five-pounders thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah five-pounders. Uh, this is a podcast that we like, if you haven't heard of this. Uh, it's called Strange Times. It's on the internet. Just put in strange times, uh, I think, with Dave and Dent, and it should come up. If you put those two things together, you're likely to find the podcast we're talking about. Uh, and if you... Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, that's all right. I just wanted to make sure people... Yeah, so anyway, you were saying the five-pounders. So yes, the five-pounders, if I recall, is a segment that they do where if you send in uh, five pounds, I don't know what that translates to in American money, 
But. I think it's like I, I, I asked Davian Dent one time. I think it amounts to like six dollars and some change for us. Oh yeah, yeah. The pound is still well above the dollar. Oh I, 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 yeah, it's almost like twice at one point. No, the the pound is well no because if you think about it, five five pounders for them would be like five dollars. For mm-hmm. us, it's like six dollars and some change. I yeah. think it's like six dollars and twenty nine cents or something like that. A little bit more, but yeah. I think our dollar is higher. No, well, no, 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 no. That's that, but that's what no? that means. Well, that's the thing is if you if you have five pounds and that means you get more dollars for it, that means the dollar is actually worth less. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's but it's. I think it used to be like significantly more, like anywhere between a, it's like fifty percent more to seventy five percent more. So like one to like one pound would be like like I think it was even over 100% sometimes it might have been like 280 per I don't know it could be wrong but it seemed I do remember the pound being pretty burly well you know it's a good uh, a good rule of thumb right um I was no I was gonna make some joke but I'm not going to no what is a good rule of thumb <laughs> of course we, we always make jokes on the show we never not make jokes on the show no a good rule of thumb is if you ever go to like um uh the Bahamas right uh, St. Lucia and Bermuda, right? Uh-huh. The good rule of thumb is if you spend U.S. currency, you're going to pay more for an item than if you would to, like, their own money. So a good rule of thumb is dump all U.S. currency and use their money because you'll, you'll pay a lot less, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. Well, yeah, the uh, – and- yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so that, that no, that's what that's what I want to say. But now, what I was trying to what I was trying to make the the point about like the whole five pounder things mm-hmm. is Tyson's right, everybody. If if you literally donate uh, five pounds to this show, you can literally insult them and say whatever you like to them, right? Yeah. So that's my understanding. I was thinking, right? So I was thinking about give, and you can pretty much say whatever you want. So I was thinking about donating five pounds, right? Huh. But not to insult them, okay? I have a brilliant idea. Okay? Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. so I'm going to start off by saying this, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm giving five pounds to this pile of shit, right? The show, their show, pile of shit. Not that it's a pile of shit, it's just a pile of shit. But I, I don't want to insult uh, the bald-headed guy. Or piles uh, of shit, for that matter. Right, or piles of shit, right. But I, I don't want to insult uh, the bald-headed guy who's been uh, handcuffed to a dead kangaroo's ass, right? I don't want to insult uh, Sam, who's the belligerent alcoholic who's living on the South Korean mountain, whose uh, students uh, issue her death threats, okay? Okay. I don't want to necessarily make fun of Damien Dent, uh, who dresses in drag and, and will offer you a BJ in the dark alley for five pounds to keep the pile of shit running. But I have a very brilliant idea. I want to. I want to be uh, innovative. I want to offer a contest. Okay. So the contest is everybody who's involved in the contest has to get the words "strange times" tattooed on their person. Okay. But it can't be somewhere lame like your arm or your chest. It, it, it's got to be somewhere like you wouldn't normally show anybody. Some places. And it's got to be, like, uh, it, it has to be, like, really outrageous, okay? Okay. So you take a picture of this, and you send it to them. Now, the winner, of course, right? The winner, of course, gets a T-shirt, Strange Times T-shirt, okay? Yeah. 
but they they also get to donate part of their liver to Sam when it like dies from all the alcohol poisoning. Okay, mm-hmm. that's first, <laughs> that's first prize. Oh, you know, I, I think Sam has a message for us. Oh, does she? What is it? We suck. That's what she says. <laughs> I. I I'm, wait, uh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Wait a second. I'm sorry. What? What? What was that, Sam? Catch me outside. How about that? Okay, that's why I thought it was. <laughs> right, right, right. Wow, the mouth on her. <laughs> but you know what the second prize is, right? Um. <laughs> the the, the, well, the second prize. The second. Yeah. The, the, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> The second prize is you get to fly out to England and talk to Davian, and he gets to make fun of you over a pint for not being the, the, the first place winner. Oh, all right. Well, you know what I say to that? Mm-hmm. Uh. Um, no, seriously. <laughs> um, Brooke, Brooke. Seriously, though, um, to anyone that wants to listen to Strange Times, you can actually catch me on earlier episodes of Strange Times. Um and I am a uh, man on train times. So. <laughs> I, I am man. Hear me roar. Exactly. <laughs> you know how like, that nickname stuck? What's that? Do you know how that nickname stuck? I imagine with a certain amount of vaginal slime. Oh, you don't mean Correct. literally how it stuck. But how yeah. It- they, they, they asked us to send in recordings insulting cats, so I called him a cunt man. Right, and I, uh, I was like, man, and somehow that became my nickname for uh, on Strange Times. So, man. that's me. Oh, dude! Speaking of which, because we like to jump around a lot on this show, correct? I guess. And we don't like to make we don't like to make sense. Um, Dark Tower. Did you see it? I did not see it. Dude, you can go see it. I will. I will see it eventually. Dude, go see that and go fucking see it. Oh, and see, I'm telling you. Oh, is it out as well? Oh, I'm telling you, sir. Go fucking see that. Go see those two movies. If you don't do nothing else, you will not be disappointed. Mm. Well, locally, there is a film I'd want to see. Um, uh, Dave Made a Maze is out uh, in, in various theaters. Whatnot. It's also on Amazon. Um, for, you can. Oh, oh, dude. Wait, wait, wait. What's it called? Dave Made a Dave made a maze. Dave made a maze. I'm writing that down because actually, I you know what I've been watching on Amazon. Oh, uh, ooh, uh, e, uh, probably not what I've been watching on Amazon. You might have. Um, I don't watch Mr. Tyson. Well, you know watch what? It, it fudged out over here. I didn't hear what you said. I don't watch porn, sir. Oh, porn. I don't think you can watch porn on Amazon. Well, I guess you might be able to. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I've been watching Game of Thrones. Oh, on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was... Oh, well, that's right. You have the HBO Extra thing, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, how far along are you in Game of Thrones? I'm actually on season two, but i got to admit, though, dude, it's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good show. Even if you know, you're, not, you're not necessarily into fantasy stuff, it's pretty good. Oh, I, th- I think so. Like, what I found out, like, if... if um, because you have the realm, right? And you have, like, seven kingdoms. Um, uh-huh. for, for anyone that hasn't watched it, Spoilers, there are seven kingdoms. Yes, there are seven kingdoms, and I, I haven't mastered all the names yet, but the names that I have mastered is one of the kingdoms you're not going to like, and that's controlled by the Lannisters. Now, the Lannisters are assholes, except for the midget. 
The midget is fucking awesome. I believe he is. I, I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't say. I didn't mean to say midget. Okay. I but think, he. I think he's, he's a actually, wonderful actor. I'm sorry. Please don't hate me. Um. I think. I think. They, don't they, hate me. I think they prefer to be called dwarves. Dwarfs. Okay. Dwarfs. The well, one dwarf. The Lannister dwarf you're going to like because he's but, extremely intelligent and he's a smartass. Oh yeah, he's cool. But the, actually, I will say there is a bit of uh, there is a bit of controversy either way because there's a a, 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 a a comedian with dwarfism whose name is um, Brad Williams, and he and he doesn't have a problem with uh, he doesn't have a problem with the word midget. But the the um, the general consensus I used to hear, although this may have changed because things do change. Mm. Is that midget was a, kind of like, you know, essentially kind of like the N word. Correct. But Correct. I, I, I mean, it, 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 it can be offensive. Like, come on, you know what I mean? To be fair, though, I pretty much only heard comedians say that, and it's like it's hard to know what you can take seriously. So, because you know. Well, do you remember like George Carlin who uh, oh, yeah. did a uh, sketch? who said like, "There's like a different group to get pissed off at you <laughs> for everything you're not supposed to say." Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he basically went through all the words you're not supposed to talk about. Well, there was the seven dirty words that famously the. Uh... No, there's the seven dirty words that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he came out with like a bunch of like racial slurs that you're not supposed to say under any circumstances. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I I do remember you. It was a great list in the sense that it was very thorough. Um, and also mm-hmm. there was a large list that I use great in that term, in, in that term, in that, uh, in that, uh, capacity. It's funny. That capacity. It was, you know, it's funny. There's a lot of, there's a lot of words and not just for, you know, uh, for everybody. It was, it was words for everybody. It was racial slurs against, you know, all types of white people and other than white people. I, I don't, Correct. I really don't understand why white people separate themselves from the rest of people. I mean, everybody's kind of various shades of pink or brown anyways. Ready for Halloween? Well, it doesn't have to be Halloween for you to be ready for this. The Combat Radio two-disc Halloween albums, featuring many of our epic regulars, musicians, songs, and haunted audio tales. All there for you anytime you want it. You want Halloween in August? You want it in May? You want it in April? Get it. Go to CD Baby, enter Combat Radio Halloween, and get yourself hooked up with some haunted awesomeness today. I actually woke up pretty early this morning, or yesterday morning. Guys, uh-huh. Oh, sorry, you did? Yes, sir. You crawled out of bed. There was a guard. He had to sneak past him because you didn't want to hear Sean yes. above his head? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to put this thing away now. i got to look through this later and see if there's anything I can use. <laughs> then we could become a morning show. No. Uh-huh. Nothing radio joke. Um, so, yes, you got out of bed. Yes, I got out of bed and... Uh, I survived the uh, the daylight, so um, ah. yes, yes, yes. Is survived the daylight, so surviving the daylight. Uh, yes, I survived the daylight. <clears throat> some people, so. some people uh, have trouble with daylight. Uh, oh, I do. I mean, like in a sense of like, um, uh, like uh, what is it? Uh, there's a it's not a disease; it's an affliction. Uh, hmm. Um, is that really a disease or, or an infliction? It's it, affliction. It's something. It's there's a let me let me see if I can figure out what it's called. There's a character in a Dean Kuntz book that has this condition. Um, and it's like a major form of light sensitivity, but it's like it's 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 like um, his skin can burn. Now is that like uh, 
Is that like uh, an albino, like uh, from the guy? Like, you, do you remember that movie Powder? Yes, I do. So, is it like kind of like? Is it kind of like that? Well, I I don't know how. Uh, I'm not sure how uh, exactly. I don't know how 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 uh, sensitive this character Powder was to, to sunlight. I do remember he was very powdery white. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was Sean Patrick Flannery. You know, it's a strange. There's now two things that have reminded me of the Boondock Saints. Ah, one is okay. that one is that one of them was Norman Reedus, and the other one is the guy that played Powder. Right. And the other thing is earlier when you said the thing about uh, rule of thumb, there's a whole discussion in there, sort of not really a discussion about what the where the origin of the term rule of thumb came from. So, oh, and I guess I guess the Irish thing didn't <coughs> remind me of that, but you know, anyway. That's strange. So yeah, polymorphous light eruption. I think it is. Hmm. Oh no, is my mouse dying? And what uh, is this like a, a? I would guess this is like a clinical thing, right? Like somebody has to go to the doctor for this. Shit? Well, some people. Okay, this is the thing. That, well, the, okay, for the light eruption thing, that's more of a rash that's occurred by it looks like sunlight. So it's not quite the same thing I was talking about. There is. So this book is called Fear Nothing, and oh, okay. The character, fear nothing. Yeah, the character in Fear Nothing has a condition known as uh, if if X is pronounced Xa, it's uh, I think it's Z, pronounced like a Z, so it's probably it's like xenophobia. Zero derma pigmentosum. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what that's called. Hmm. And let's see if it's a real thing. <coughs> I've never actually heard that before. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a real thing. Let's see here. I know there's somebody out there right now who's like, oh, it's a real thing. Oh, no. It's a real thing. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's... Oh, okay. So it's a rare autosomal recession. Can you, like, bur- uh, can you burst into flames from this? Oh, I, I don't... I don't think so. Um, I think it's just... Uh, okay, good. It's a good. Let's see. What do the symptoms include? Okay. So let's see if bursting into flames among the symptoms. So let's see. Severe sunburn when exposed to only small amounts of sunlight. These are often... A, often occur during a child's first exposure to sunlight. And there's the development of many freckles at an early age. And there's rough surfaced growths or solar keratosis and skin cancers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are eyes that are painfully sensitive to the sun and may easily become irritated, bloodshot, and clouded. Oh, no. Ugh. Blistering or freckling on minimum sun exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, spider veins. Uh, a limited, mm-hmm. r- limited growth of hair on chest and legs. Scaly skin, dry skin, irregular dark spots on the skin, and corneal ulcerations. So it's no fun, but I don't think it's, I don't think spontaneous combustion is one of the um, is one of the uh, one of these symptoms. Uh, it could, in a very in a rare form, I guess it might be difficult to determine. Uh, I guess we'd have to determine how many cases there were of this and how uh, many of these you know cross reference it with with. Spontaneous combustion, and then you have your answer. But there's a picture. Oh gosh! Of See, I knew the sun was dangerous. Everyone tells me I'm full of shit. Oh no, the sun's totally dangerous. It's just also necessary. Mm-hmm. It's just very necessary. Mm. For it's it's necessary, but it's dangerous because if you think about it, dude, yeah. if our ozone layer was to suddenly like disappear, we'd all be dead. You know? Um. Yeah. Yeah. We'd, 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 we'd be deader than. Yes, we'd be very dead. Yeah, because yeah. if you think about it, like take like Star Trek, right? Please, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. So, like when they're like on red alert and they're about to engage, like uh, another 
uh, hostile. The first thing they do is like they like they're like shields up, red alert, right? Yeah. They're and it's like energy shield that you can't see. So basically, that's like what the ozone layer is. It's like an energy shield. So basically, without the energy shield, we're fucked. So yeah, all useful. those carbon emissions. Well, this is you know this is assuming that science isn't a lie. No, science is not a lie. Science is actual fact. Yeah. Yes. I remember what I was talking about. Oh, good. Got a little sidetracked. Um, We were talking about Game of Thrones and the proper technology for dwarfs. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I figured, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, I, yes, go ahead. And then we're, we we got talking about like the uh, there's a different group uh, to get pissed off at you for everything you're basically not supposed to say. So I mean it, oh. it's 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 one of those things, you know. Yeah, yeah. So just, I will say this: you know, Game to... of Thrones. Yeah, you will like the short guy. Uh, oh, he's yeah. pretty funny. He's smart as hell, and uh, he, he's a Lannister, so he's an asshole by birth, by association, uh, but. Overall, it's it, it's a pretty good show. I I love it. You know, it was kind of like um, when I started hearing about Arrow. I was like, well, do I like Arrow? Do I want to watch Arrow? And I watched Arrow. I loved it. And Game of Thrones. It's like, oh, fucking awesome! Oh, glad you're enjoying it. There's a lot of good oh, characters. Uh, a lot of good characters in the show. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Peter Dinklage, who plays the Imp, is uh, also in. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past. Mm. Which is now, what, uh, are you current on Game of Thrones, or what season are you on? I'm around season four right now. I think we're, we're, season up, four. we're up to season four. We haven't gone on too much further than that, I, 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 don't, I don't think. so. Nice, nice, nice. I will eventually catch up on you. It's true. You know what I have been watching on, uh, on Amazon, though? Yeah. What's that? Uh, I finally started watching The Man in the High Castle. Ooh, how's that? It's pretty darn good. It's, nice, nice. I mean, it's heavy and and it's mm-hmm. it's dark. And I think I'm about only about four or five. I think I'm right now. I'd be by the time people are hearing this, I'll probably be done with the first series. And I believe there's only ten episodes in the first season. That seems to be pretty standard for Amazon. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's good. It's uh, I read well, I read the book recently, so it's it was you know. Oh, I, it's I, a book. What started this book? Yeah, Philip K. Dick. Uh, he. He's the guy who uh, wrote the books that were that later became uh, the movie Blade Runner and the movie Total Recall and um, some other stuff. Screamers with Peter Weller was based on one of his books. Um, uh, now, did you say Total Recall? Yeah, yeah. It was based on a Philip K. Dick book or a short story called uh, We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. I thought Total Recall was a Stephen King book. Oh, you're thinking of The Running Man, I think. The other Schwarzenegger. Oh, oh, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Well, I got to thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was in both, you know. But the thing about and this is where I got confused. The thing about the Running Man Mm -hmm. is the fact that that's the only Stephen King movie uh, where he doesn't actually get credit for that movie. I don't think. I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, it was a Richard Bachman book, but. Yes, but Richard Bachman was was Stephen King under a uh, uh, what do they call them things? Pseudonym, a pen name. Yes, a nom de plume. Mm-hmm. An alias. So was um, I want to say so was do 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 
not Desperation, but the there's another book like it called Oh Regulators. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yes, as I, yeah, it is. I want to have read either of those. If you read Desperation, which is by Stephen King, and then you read uh, The Regulators, which is by uh, Bachman, yeah. um, the stories are similar. Um, different settings, of course, mm-hmm. but, um, but like I said, it, it, both are phenomenal books. So if you haven't read them, definitely read them. Okay. Definitely, definitely, definitely. If I have to recommend a book, I'm trying to think. If you haven't read them, Dark Tower series. I have read most of the Dark Tower books. But now, see, here's like, here's the thing, dude. Like, mm-hmm. we've been talking about the Dark Tower movie for for months. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. On different shows, not not the one with Ed Wallach, but um, well, we did we, we did touch on Stephen King a little bit. Yeah, um, we did. Definitely the movie, though, is definitely different from the actual books. Yes. I, I don't know if they're going to come out with another Dark Tower movie, but definitely there was some hardcore change. Well, not hardcore changes, but there was, like, minor changes. I, I don't want to say the movie is bad. I liked it. I enjoyed it. been waiting for years for it to come out. So, I mean, I, I guess it's like a hit or miss with uh, Stephen King fans. Hmm. You know, because, like, you know, like, some people, like, when a, when a movie comes out that's based on a book, they want the, the movie to be, like, like the book, you know, in, in every aspect. Yes. The Dark Tower series, the well, the, the movie, The Dark Tower, is definitely, it does not go hand in hand entirely, uh, I want to say with the first book, because... There's no mention of anything else. It's just basically the first book. Right. So you, uh, it doesn't entirely go hand in hand with the first book. That's all I'm going to say. The first book, the one called The Gunslinger? Yes. The shortest of all of the uh, Dark Tower um, Actually, no. There, actually, no, that's not true, dude. It's not the shortest? Um, yeah, no, there is a short story. Uh, there is a short story with Roland in it. Oh, well, okay. I mean, but... Um, Oh, oh, I, I sorry, can't. Re- I think it's else. called. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the actual short story. It's in one of his books. What short stories, obviously, but um, but no, you're right though. The Gunslinger is the shortest out of all the uh, Dark Tower series, but um, it definitely does not go hand in hand with the book in some aspects. That's fine. I um, my understanding from what I read on Wikipedia is that it's. It's, well, it's, uh, okay, well, this is the thing, is that I can't really describe what it's doing without giving major spoilers away for the actual books, and I don't want to just deprive people the, the, um, the way those things unfold, because, but, but my understanding, the reason why the movie story is told the way it is, I should say, mm-hmm. is based on a concept that once you've read the books, uh, and you hear this theory, <laughs> being very careful, it makes sense. And so when I heard the explanation for why the movie is different than, say, the, the book The Gunslinger, um, I went, oh, okay, so that's what they're doing. Well, then this should be interesting. Let's see what they, can, if, you know, if they manage to make subsequent ones. Uh, it, I, it kind of, like, didn't do that well, I don't think. Or maybe it did slump for a while. I think it opened fairly strong and then kind of slumped and then um, I'm not sure where it's landed as far as its um, as far as its um, popularity. I can look it up though. 
see how it's boxing. Let's just say there's. <clears throat> I don't want to give. Okay, I'll, I'm going to give spoilers. Well, no, I can't because you didn't see it yet. So never mind. Um, let's just say that there's certain things that happen um, in book two, the drawing of the three, uh-huh. that happened in the movie that didn't happen in the gunslinger. Let's just say that. Okay. Well, yeah. So, I mean, but then, you know, the gunslinger, they could have done a literal adaptation of. Uh, I always thought that they should, if they wanted to do a literal adaptation of the of the book series, what they should do is animated. They should see. I said that too. Like Spawn, like the Spawn animated series is like the dark, yes. the darker version. It's more literal uh, interpretation of the of the graphic novel series, and it's 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 uh, you know not that there was anything wrong with the movie. I like the movie sort of exists in its own universe, and I enjoy the way it. it, it, it I enjoy the movie, the live action film Spawn. But I also really enjoy the the animated one for how more accurate it is to the to the uh, graphic novel. So now, what do you think? Does it cost? Do you think? Do you think it would cost? Let's say they did like an animated version of the Dark Tower, right? And they decided to do all the books, right? Yeah. Do you think it would be cheaper to do animation as to pose of live action? <sighs> Cheaper to do animation. Well, this, uh, unfortunately, I, well, I don't know, but I'm going to guess probably not. I think it's actually more expensive to, depending on the type of, depending on the type of animation. Let's say you're doing a stop motion animation, right? If, mm-hmm. if if this is like, unless this is something that you know a group of independent people are doing as a as a hobby kind of thing, where they're just doing this movie where they can, then they're probably going to be operating under some kind of a, some kind of a budget, uh, and so. But this is the thing is that this isn't like a movie with live action performances and then special effects. Animated films, especially stop motion, are 100% special effect. Oh, okay. 100%, you know, creating something frame by frame in a 3D world and moving all these pieces one bit at a time and making sure all the angles are correct and that all these 3D pieces move around each other in the correct way or, you know, it's, it's why a lot of, I think the ones that cost less money are the ones that tend to do less, um, crazy camera moves or less you know whatever it is but it's hard to say my that is my the impression that i get so i would imagine i the thing is is that they could tell the story of the book of the first book the gunslinger mm-hmm. completely and it being short they could probably i don't know i'm gonna have to read this this book again to get a feel for it but the amount of the amount of story that is told in that could probably do about a 90-minute animated film. And then if they did right. that, if they did that, it probably would, because of its accuracy, it would generate the interest for the next installments. So it would feed right into... Yeah, because... Yeah. Either way, I'm going to see these movies. I, you know, I'm going to still see them. Yeah. Because I've had, like, mixed... I've, I've, I've seen, like, mixed reactions. I've seen people that were, like, absolutely, like, excited... You know, sure. Oh yeah, everybody. And people that, yeah, and people that were like absolutely like pissed off. Well, you know, stuff. It's like, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, they said that the the they're like upset by the fact that it wasn't like like the book. Right. So, did you see it? Did you see the movie It? Also, Um, or are you just looking forward to seeing it? Because it sounded like you were going to recommend it to me, but I don't know if you'd seen it yet. Oh no, I saw it. Okay, so. 
are. It, I, I saw the movie. Is so um, okay. So, what did you think of it? So I haven't seen it yet. Um, I have seen the original It, though. I can't say that about the Dark Tower because this is the first time they've made a Dark Tower film. But they have made an It adaptation before, yes. and I have seen that. And they made it with John. Boy I want to say with and John Ritter. It. Um, I want to say that they have have obviously. Uh, probably they have special effects that they couldn't have pulled off in the original one, okay? So I, I like the special effects. Alright. Um, they... They made a few changes. Okay, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some parts that are creepy as fuck, and there are some parts that are going to be funny as hell. So, I mean, in my personal opinion... My personal opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. Take like you remember Richie, right? Like the like the character Richie in the book. Um, well, you saw the 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 movie as well, right? Oh, uh, I don't remember which one Richie is. I saw it once. Um, he was the the one that became the actor. He was like the comedian, redhead with glasses. Oh, okay. Um, uh, kind of. Richie Tra- Trouser Tower, something like that. Whatever his name is. Trouser Snake. Towser. Towser. Okay. Um, oh, 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 T-O-Z-I-E-R? Yes. Tozier. Yes, Tozier. Okay. Let's just say that this version of Richie is, as a kid, is a little bit more funnier than the original. Okay. Um, so there, there are parts that are, like, really funny and parts that are really scary. I mean, as far as, like, remakes are concerned, I'm kind of, like, hit or miss because I can either, like, really like the remake or, like, totally despise it. In this case, I was, like... Totally like, oh, this is really awesome. Like, it, it, it's great. So it, it's, you're not going to be disappointed. Um, but if you're looking for a remake that goes totally hand-in-hand hand with the original movie, it's not going to happen. So A lot of people didn't like the original movie, from my understanding. Um, see, I like the original because I liked a lot of the actors that were in it. I, I absolutely... Uh, Love uh, 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 Tim Curry. Oh well, you yeah, know he was great. Of course, he's good in everything. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry is never. But definitely, good. like this Pennywise, the, the actor that plays him, has his own spin on it yeah. than Tim Curry. So, if you're looking for like the original Pennywise, you're you're definitely not going to get original Pennywise. Um, All right, that's a deal. I want to say that it's. I mean, see, how do I really put this? Because like, if you take like. Um, Robert England, right? England, sure. whatever his name is. Robert England, the uh, original, right. Fre- original Freddy Krueger. Right. Yeah. Original Freddy Krueger. Right. He definitely made that character his own. So basically, like nobody else can like play that role. You know, they did get one guy to do the remake. It it, it sucked, but this guy that's playing the new Pettywise, he was pretty decent. Like I have to give him credit for it because like. He didn't try to emulate uh, Tim Curry's Pennywise. Like, he didn't try to, like, mimic it, copy it, nothing like that. He definitely took the character and made it his own. So, in that regards, I absolutely loved it. So, I think the the audience or whoever, you know, our listeners will probably enjoy it. All right. So, So, so I... I I mean, it's new. There's, there's, There's different things about it, but I liked it. All right. Put it to this way. At the end of the movie, everybody actually got up and clapped. Spoilers. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> no, that's just the end of the movie. Everyone was like, "It's not everybody in the not, not the not the people not the characters in the film, the people in the uh, no, 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 the, the, yeah. the actual audience in the movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear they got up and clapped. That's what the joke was. I said spoilers because it made it sound like the oh, you know, <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. Said, oh, the end of the movie. Ah, no. <clears throat> okay, so question about the uh, question about the the film also another question about okay. about it. Um, do you remember what my theory was about um, about it about the new one? Uh, no, I do not. Refresh me. Well, I was, uh, was my theory is that the movie, the new film It, and that the film Dark Tower are going to exist in a shared universe. Uh, and I don't know if uh, that's come if that's happened or not. But you remember we did see that that, yes. pen, that Pennywise sign in the Dark Tower preview. Yes, so mm, I can tell you it hasn't happened yet. There's no indication that that's that, that that's a thing. No. Not yet. Interesting. Well, maybe there are Easter eggs that just, you know, kind of slip by. But there might be. Did you see it the one time or like a bunch of times or? Um, I saw both movies once. Um, not to say that there's probably not any Easter eggs in there, you know? Um, I want to say if you're going to see Easter eggs, if they're trying to make that connection, you'll probably see that in the movie It rather than Dark Tower. You know, mm-hmm. um, I haven't seen it yet. Like the, if there are any, I haven't seen them. Doesn't mean that they don't exist. Right, right. So that's cool. Or, oh. um, it's, it, this is definitely not going to be. I, I can tell you a spoiler. So fast forward it. I can tell you that this is not going to be the only it movie. So really, that's all. Yep, really. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna go into further detail. You just have to see it for yourself. Bizarre. Okay. Well, I'm I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I am I am I A F <clears throat> intrigued A F because um, when I was watching it, I'm like, well, this isn't like the first movie at all. Like, not in the sense how they they filmed it and they told the story, right? Mm. You, you, let's just say at the end you find out that it's not going to be the only It movie. So there's probably going to be another version at some point. Mm, it 2.0. No, wait. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it also. Absolutely. It, it too. It too. Uh, Actually, yeah. fast forward. Uh, uh, yes. It's going to be chapter two. Oh, interesting. Yes. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hi, everyone. It's Ethan from Combat Radio. You know, every year we do an annual Christmas event for homeless children and social services where we bus in roughly 400 to 500 children and their families for what is essentially Christmas. It's presents, it's brunch, but most importantly, it's a chance to tell these kids they matter. Please help us deliver Christmas to them. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Combat-Radio-Christmas-7. All spelled out. Why? Because this is the seventh year we will be doing this very heartwarming and endearing event. Please help us help them and get involved any way you can this holiday season. Thank you. I wonder how, I wonder how this movie is performing right now. It sounds like they gave you half the book instead of uh, um, instead of uh, a full, you know. That's what I'm... I think it's probably doing better than The Dark Tower, to be honest. 
Oh well, yeah, it did better. Yeah, Dark Tower didn't didn't do that well. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Oh yeah, it did very well. What the Dark Tower? Or it? No, uh, it. <laughs> um, oh, it was only uh, two hours and fifteen minutes too. That's pretty good. So, yeah, I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's fairly uh, good timing. Okay, so the budget of uh, of the movie It, the new one, was um, thirty five million dollars. It's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. It made at this day at this point one hundred and seventy nine point two million. So well over three times what was put into it. So really, so it's doing, it made more than what it cost to make. It uh, yeah, it it made its budget back more than threefold. It was made for thirty five million. It made in order to to surpass its its uh, it would have only had to have made one hundred and five million dollars, and it's made almost seventy five million more than that. Nice, so it's doing nice. Very, it's doing very well. The Dark Tower, on the other hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness! So the Dark Tower Bad. film. Well, it was made for considerably more. So I said it was made for thirty-five million dollars. How many mm-hmm. million do you think? How many million do you think the Dark Tower is made for? Well, if it was made at thirty-five million, right? Uh, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, I want to say. I want to say probably uh, thirty-five million. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to say under a hundred million. You would be correct. It I want to say like ninety million it made. Ooh, that's a pretty good guess. It's actually between ninety million and thirty-five million. Um, so, would you like me to just tell you, or, or would you like another guess? Um. Okay, so it was made at thirty-five, right? Um, it Let's was, say the, the movie. It was made for thirty-five. The Dark Tower was not. It was made for more than thirty-five, but less than ninety million. So, how much was the Dark Tower uh, billed at to make? Sixty. Sixty million dollars. Okay. Okay. So in order. So let's say it was. It will, Go ahead. So let's say it, it cost sixty million dollars to make, right? The Dark Tower. Yes. Yes. Uh, so order, how much did it make? Well, in order to well, this is the thing. In order to be a what they call the box office success, it has to make three times its budget. So it would have had to make one hundred and eighty million dollars. Okay. So if it makes back its initial investment, it just breaks even. And um, usually people aren't happy about that, but it's probably better than losing money. Mm. But you know, whatever. I'm not. You know, I don't put lots of. I don't put money into making movies, so I don't know. I don't know the game. But anyway. so, did it? Did it break even, or did they make more? It at least broke even. It made back its sixty million. At least did that. Now, in order for it to be, you know, for people to go, hey, you know, well, at least we made twice the budget. It would have had to make one hundred and twenty million. See, the 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 problem with that is is the fact that you know, first of all. Uh, King fans absolutely love the Dark Tower series. Like, there's not a Stephen King fan who doesn't love the Dark Tower series. So I think, like, they waited, they waited, they waited, they waited, they waited um, for the movie to come out. It finally came out, and it wasn't like they were expecting. Right. So, I and obviously they have social media, so they're jumping all over social media saying, don't see it, it's total crap, you know? So that's like kind of like the downfall of like social media. So now the good news is it didn't lose money in the sense of it didn't come in under sixty million. Mm-hmm. So it has a shot for doing well. It came in at one hundred and seven point three million. So it came short of doubling its budget. 
but it did make back its investment and, and a little money on top of that, and it's probably technically not done making money right now. Um, Kevin Smith has been very open about saying that his movies tend to do better on home video than they do in the theater. So, they, you know, except for movies like, of course, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Well, that's the one where I learned the formula because he talks about it on a commentary where Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was considered a box office success because it, it, would, it, would, it was only made for $10 million and it made $30 million, so it tripled its budget. So that's the magic number I always look for to see how well he filmed it. Well, that's like, um, do you remember um, Frank Langella's Dracula? I remember us talking about it. I, I'm not, still not seeing this movie. So yes and no? Um, well, <laughs> the, the, the thing about Franklin Jello's Dracula, I mean, even though it had, uh, uh, who's the guy that played Dr. Loomis in Halloween? Oh, uh, Donald, Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance, yeah. Even though, though, even though it had Donald Pleasance in it, that movie crashed in the fucking theaters. It, it bombed. Despite, despite, right? the, despite the presence of Pleasance? Yes, the, the, despite the fact that it had Donald Pleasance in it, in his prime, um, it dived. It didn't do well oh. as far as like making money-wise until it reached uh, VHS cassette tape. Ah. Then it made money. And then, of course, when, you, uh, when it reached uh, DVD, the reason why it didn't make uh, the type of money they thought it was going to make mm. um, in the movies, okay? Was because if you watch it, it, it's a different, it's a slightly different adaptation of Dracula than, let's say, uh, Christopher Reeve's Dracula. Wrong. Right? Uh, For want of a better word. Or the original Dracula, of course. Who's Dracula? Christopher. Well, let's just, let's, Christopher Reeve's, not Superman, sorry. Um, That would have been amazing. My bad, I'm tired. Um, The dude from um, Matrix. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves as Dracula? Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Talking about yeah, he was in Dracula. Oh, he was in Dracula. Oh, he's Jonathan Harker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I think I thought um, you were saying Christopher Lee. As, no, I did say Christopher Reeves at first because I'm tired. So no, no, no. I thought, was, but I thought you meant Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee Oh, played, Christopher Lee played Dracula, he, yes. He it did, was actually. definitely a different adaptation than Christopher Lee. That's what I thought you um, meant. That's what I thought you meant. But yeah, so the one, mm-hmm. that, Christopher, the one that Keanu Reeves was in, Gary Oldman was Dracula. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's say let's say it's uh, Franklin Jella's adaptation of Dracula is different from Gary Oldman's version of Dracula. It's different. Oh no, I'm not a nerd, by the way. Right. Um, the reason why it didn't make as much money in the box office is because for the simple fact that it it uh, Franklin Jella was doing this uh, in theater on stage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, he wanted to show a more lonely, romantic, I'm not going to have fangs in my mouth, I'm not going to have blood dripping down my, my, my mouth type Dracula. And right. it also, at the time it came out, there was another vampire movie that came out where it was geared more towards, and this was the 80s, so it was geared more towards like, what people wanted to see of the time. Like they wanted to see like fangs and like, you know, like the vampires, like, you know, biting people's neck and like blood and shit like that. So it was during the time when eighties, during the eighties were in horror movie, horror movies was, uh, at its peak. 
so his adaptation didn't necessarily take off then. It did once it reached uh, VHS, if that makes sense. Ah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'd say that makes sense. I mean, now it has like its own cult following. In fact, if you go to uh, Barnes and Nobles, the DVD is actually quite expensive. It's not like it's. We're not talking like ten dollars. We're talking like anywhere from like uh, fifteen to twenty dollars, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. That's a Barnes and Nobles. So it's it's. Yeah, the Frank Langella's uh, Dracula DVD is actually quite a bit more money at Barnes & Noble. So you're probably better off if you want to see it. Uh, I would I would buy it off of Amazon. Cheaper, probably. Online. Sure. Well, let's just see how, how much it is on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you can uh, buy it a little bit for a little bit less on Amazon. Yeah, so uh, blue don't buy it at Barnes and Nobles. You're just throwing away your money. I don't. I'm not. I don't. I haven't seen a Barnes and Nobles in quite a while. Um, no. Well, didn't they? Most of them close. Or am I thinking of Borders? Hmm. I don't know. This podcast not sponsored by Barnes and Nobles <laughs> or any other. Well, actually, no. It's a, if I want to say if this this if this podcast is sponsored by anybody, it's probably sponsored by Combat Radio at this point. I mean, as far as, like, where you can listen to us, you can listen to us on uh, SoundCloud, you can listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and, of course, Brigade Radio dot, uh, BrigadeRadio.com, I guess, if it's a dot .com. Wrong. Um, which is part of Combat Radio. Correct. I'm happy to be associated with them. Yes, we are an associate of Combat Radio, Brigade Radio, uh, where you can actually listen to us and... Uh, Listen to uh, other podcasts as well. You don't have to just solely listen to us. You can jump on there and you can listen to them. You can listen to, uh, or you can go to. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> as I'm being made laughed. As, as I'm being laughed at. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> you can. <laughs> I still have. I still have some smoke inhalation issues from the fighters that are going on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> You can go to BrigadeRadio.com. Wrong. Uh, uh, sponsored by Combat Radio. You can listen to us. You can listen to other podcasts that you maybe wouldn't have listened to before. Uh, we spread the joy. Um, <laughs> you can also go to other people's podcasts that we mentioned before, like, uh, for example, uh, <laughs> Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast, of course, the Evil Teddy Bear uh, podcast, and a few others that we've uh, mentioned. So, but yeah, and of course, you can go to uh, laradio.com Wrong. every Friday and listen to Combat Radio live every Friday. So you can listen to uh, the awesomeness that is Combat Radio, uh, hosted by the uh, great Ethan uh, Denton Meyer. Correct. Who, by the way, mm. uh, is an is an awesome guy, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, he's behind uh, a lot of things. So it's it's uh, yeah, but. Like so, we're sponsored. Uh, not sponsored. We are uh, supported. Let's just say that we get the support from them. Yeah. Uh, sponsor would be if we like ran an ad and we made money, of course. Like if we like ran Squarespace dot com. We're not making money off that, obviously, but hopefully eventually. Yeah. So it's it's uh, Brigade Radio One dot org. That is yes. The, that is the website. Uh, I keep saying dot com, but it's uh, I, I uh, yes. Also, so how about we? Yeah, Brigade Radio One, and that is okay. the word one, not not the number one for those out there. B R I G A D E R Radio One. I'm sorry, it's died. I'm singing it instead of spelling it. 
So it looks, Listening it looks to like the guy. Brigadier. It looks like Brigadier Adio O'Neill. Listening to the guy that's been up since 7.30 yesterday morning, don't listen to me, listen to Tyson. Well, I mean, I, I was up kind of early too, but not as early as you. So, Brigade Radio 1 yeah. at uh, .org. That's it. That's the one. Okay. .org. Listen to that one. Don't listen to the one I just said because that doesn't exist. But that, yes. And by the way, and that Brigade Radio 1 is was started by, uh, with a seed. It was grown, it's the oak that grew from the acorn of, of Combat Radio and the other uh, radio programs that Ethan Detmeyer does. And, um... It uh, he's collected a bunch of people, personalities, and friends yes. that have helped out. Me, a lot of them have shows that are apparently can be found at Brigade Radio. It's essentially his his network now. So he's doing both LA Talk Radio and this, and that is the group that puts on this charity event, which is to be found online at www.gofundme.org. Wrong. And then Combat Dash Radio Dash Christmas Dash. S-E-V-E-N Robert Radio Christmas 7 Well, that about does it For the Antisocial Show I'm Tyson Saner And I'm Hunter Block Be decent to each other Have a good time, folks